Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Andy Potter. Hello. Yes, more Ruby this week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. This this time we're talking uh, episode 11 of volume 6, The Lady in the Shoe. Uh, that aired today on Rooster Teeth first. Yes, that was you heard me. That was the name of the episode, The Lady <laughs> in the Shoe. No, it did not have anything to do with the episode. It's probably my least favorite title ever. Uh, but it, it, it's probably the worst episode title of any show we've ever covered. It's just, it's just, it's no, it's nonsense. It's, it's about Cordovan, but I don't care about her associated fairy tale. Just stop. Get it out. Get it out of here. Okay. Especially because they showed that she was not in the shoe, but in the top. <laughs> so, oh, you expected like, her to be in the ro- the shoe of the robot? That would- yeah, <laughs> that would <have> been incredible, <laughs> right? See, that's a that would be a literal title. That would be make more sense if yeah. that was the title. <laughs> okay, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it aired today on Rooster Teeth First, and we talk Ruby every really every week. That it's new here on the Overlanded Podcast. That and we cover the Rooster Teeth First from here. So find us at overlandmitted.com. Search for Overlanded Ruby on iTunes or our YouTube is youtubecom slash overlandmitted. Um, spoilers for this week and all previous episodes of Ruby. Big, big week here, and we have a ton to get into. So, Haley, what are your reactions to The Lady in the Shoe? Okay, so I've been processing all day. Um, I don't think I've ever swore so much while watching Ruby or any other show. Like, it was all positive swearing. Yeah, what about volume four, a negative swearing? No, not not very Well, yes, but this was just like, like, I couldn't hold it in anymore. I just kept swearing at my phone. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was wild. Um, I think the biggest thing of the night is that Bumblebee is like pretty much canon. Um, <laughs> yes. They're holding t- hands together next to a waterfall saying they're going to protect each other. That was insane. And uh, I just lost my mind like so much. It was amazing. It was beautiful. I'm so excited. Um, and like there's hope <laughs> that it's going to end up with them being together and kissing by the end of this um so that was amazing the fight was so cool between blake and uh and adam i think that was awesome and like technically beautiful and the whole time like yeah blake like woo, and then bumpy no it was amazing um and then also the first half with the the lady in the shoe i suppose um i think there was some amazing fight scene moments in that and i was thoroughly entertained which i was not expecting Seeing that, like, oh, we're going to be weird with this, I guess, villain now in this fight scene. I thought it was going to be really silly. But it was actually so such a fun fight scene. So, yeah, this episode was just so cool and awesome. And I, I, I think it's, like, one where you just have to kind of ignore, like, the rational part of your mind. And just be like, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> it was just awesome. Okay, it was yeah. just awesome. So it was saying. awesome. And Bumblebee, yes. And Bumblebee. <laughs> Okay, yeah. and Andy, what you, <laughs> and White t- Rose too. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. I, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, of course. So um, <laughs> and uh, do you do you concur, Andy? Yeah, this episode is probably I think the most fun episode of the season, and that's saying a lot because I've had a lot of fun this season. But this one was just it was just I think it was a fourteen minute episode of just just fights and nothing else happened, and that's good. That's what I want this show to be. It was just fights and shipping moments, and it was really fun, and it was just condensed Ruby. I, I I was really kind of upset when the episode started when we weren't just starting with the Blake Adam fight because I just want to get that over with. I'm like like yes, let's kill Adam, let's do it. And I was kind of like so oh we're, we're, yeah, but I, we kind of pulled back and we started with team, with with Ruby and everyone else and and I was still a little bit hesitant. But as soon as Ruby jumped off the cliff 
and Weiss caught her with the ice. Oh, yeah. I was just like, I was just like smiling from like ear to ear, just like completely in on the fight, just watching them all just talk and banter and run around and fight this giant robot, which I was really surprised about. And then the actual fight with Adam was just really cool. And there was some really good musical moments in the mech fight and in the Blake slash Adam fight. And it was just, I don't know, it was just a really great action episode. And it was really, really fun. I really enjoyed it all. Yeah, I, th- I think it might be the best action episode of the show. Um, Honestly, I think so. Yeah, yeah. like there, there's better fights, but usually they're not uh, epi- like episodes solely centered on fights usually have some butt about them. Like this was it was really mm-hmm. like, it was a cool fight, but there is this other thing which I didn't really and like. They get boring and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this episode doesn't have any of that. I think it's like yeah. really fun start to finish. There's nothing that I hated in it um, or even disliked. Like I loved everything that was happening. I was super into the uh, the the Genlock episode one preview in the beginning. Not the not the preview <laughs> that played before the episode, but the robot fight with the, that was the preview. Yeah. And and uh, it was – I have some some potentially interesting takes about that. But I thought it was, like, pretty successful with all, getting all the characters involved. The Ruby and Weiss moments are obviously what stood out to me as number one White Rose shipper here. And this was the <laughs> yeah. biggest White Rose episode ever. Um, by far. By far. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 I'll get into it. It's all, they had a, a one-minute sequence when it was just them, basically, and it was the best thing. I don't even know if it was a minute, but it's more than we've ever seen before. <laughs> And they were great. And then somehow it was also the biggest Bumblebee episode ever, like both in the same episode. So obviously this is one of the best episodes of the show because it's the biggest White Rose yeah. episode and the biggest Bumblebee episode. I assume that will be supplanted soon, hopefully in the next two weeks, biggest Bumblebee episode. But um yeah, then the Adam stuff, Adam continued to be like a good positive not like he's not like a good person but he's a positive presence for the show this season i think that he's a good villain here he's good in terms of blake and yang's arcs he's presented uh accurately accurately as a terrible person he's actually given um a reveal that gives him more depth than uh, a million times more than he's ever gotten before because he was just a cardboard cutout of this like edgy anime villain um but here he actually kind of has some depth and depth even though it's just like not explained at all which is fine um the fight with blake the fight with blake is great the fight with adam's great uh or the gang is great and then uh the the ending moment of them holding hands um is a great lead into what i assume will be some sort of culmination for the two of them uh, either next week or the week after um yeah i think it's the second or third best episode of the season i think probably i'll still take lost fable number one and then either this or grim reaper would be uh two and three i would say um just really uh you know it's 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 like it's not the same as some of the other ones because we don't get like this like start to finish complete story this is like a segment of each of the fights but just what we did get in the the 13 14 minutes that we saw i think was really fantastic um let's talk uh bumblebee <laughs> to start with you because <laughs> yes. once again second week in a row we're gonna our leading story i would say is bumblebee because we talked last week we said wow it's actually gonna happen based on what they did last week and then here we end the episode with um yang's arm is shaking after fighting with adam for a little bit and probably charging up which we'll get to but and then blake holds her hand and says uh she's not protecting me adam and i'm not protecting her (laughs) we're protecting each other the love the love (laughs) and then we end with the shot of them uh, holding hands looking into the camera (laughs) or i don't know if they're off camera but uh yeah uh hayley what, what what emotions were you going through? What reaction were you having to this? Oh, I was losing my mind, honestly. Because, like, like I'm 
I'm confident that I was confident last week that they were going to do something with this, but you never know with Ruby. Like it's really good right now, but sometimes what they're hinting at doesn't happen for some reason. And like, this was just so gratifying because it made total sense for the characters. It makes total sense in the storyline and what we've been presented. And it's so great. Like it's so great. I'm so (laughs) excited because it's actually happening. And it was just so beautiful and sweet and also them like protecting each other. But like when Bumblebee, the bike came down, like that was an him. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. And that was just so, it was uh, just, all of it was so great and so perfect. Cause I think it was really smart to have it not just be, kind of how I guess I was picturing this where Yang would show up and then all three of them would fight and it would just be a big fight and maybe a little bit of talking, but mostly fighting. I feel like in this, they actually got some like cool down time to like talk to each other, all the three of them, which was really neat. Um, and then leading to having this awesome moment. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just so happy. And I think it was so well done. The set is gorgeous that it's on. It's beautiful. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so great. I don't know, man. Was- <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Like, I'm like, are they like playing with me? Are they going to we'll go do something? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Andy, what was your reaction watching it? Uh, I thought the dialogue was so, so stupid. But I was like, I was like 100% in for it, though. Like, I was just so excited when, when Blake said that. And I think I, – I really do like what you said, Haley, about, like, the how the fight was paced because it was really cool because, like, there were these natural break points in the fight where, like, the two fighters would get tired and there would be a chance for talking. And it felt a lot more like – because in anime fights and, like, f- shows like this, there's talking. It's like, why are they talking? Why aren't they just fighting? This felt like they were actually getting tired and, like, catching their breath and, like, trying to, like, maneuver while they were talking. And I found that really good. I found that pacing really nice for this fight. And it just led into this moment so perfectly, and it was great, even though the dialogue was really stupid, but I loved it so much. And there's also, I feel like what's helping this is not just it being the greatest moment ever with Bumblebee, is that the fight in general feels like it actually does have stakes, because I don't think they're all leaving this okay. Um, So it adds like that emotion to an already emotional moment, which is so great. There were multiple times in this fight where I was like, I thought someone got really hurt, and no, I it, thought Blake got stabbed. <laughs> like yeah, I well, she does, she does get stabbed on the screen, right? And it's a she clone. does, yeah. but like, yeah, but then she flashes away. So I, yeah, but I did have a moment where I was like, no, Yang isn't here yet. You can't do that. Like, <laughs> how dare you? I thought they were gonna do the exact replica of the volume three scene again. Yeah, yeah, that was a worry for a second. Yeah, yeah, um, and they they, they do a good job ramming up the stakes too by saying like, uh, you you can just just leave Adam and and uh, it'll be everything will be okay, right? Like, uh, definitely get the impression that uh, even more so the possibility of Adam dying here based on uh, just like warning of him, like. Uh, we don't want to kill you, basically, is what I think yeah. is what they're saying. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about whether, whether they will, um, whether it'll be them. Uh, probably he's still dying. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Andy that this, on the surface, this, this line that we end the episode on is pretty bad. Uh, that she's not protecting <laughs> me, Adam, and I'm not protecting her, we're protecting each other. This is actually 
like it's a bad line of dialogue in another circumstance, but it's a good example of like uh, understanding the situation and writing a line that gives uh, the the dramaticness of the episode space to manifest. Um, like you, yeah, you don't need this line's redundant. You don't need to say all this, but you do this so that. Um, so that uh, they can, voice actors can like chew on the dialogue and the pacing of the animation can like pro- properly establish what we want to do ending the episode. So I don't think it's like a, a good. Uh, I've seen some people say that uh, online. Like it's not it's, like it's a stupid line. Like yeah, it's 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 a melodramatic line for like a really dramatic scene. Like it's appropriate, I think, for the scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're also like, I don't know. They're not professing their love, but they're kind of professing their love. So. <laughs> Give them we're a dramatic moment, each guys. other. Yeah. Let so them that have was, a moment. Yeah, where they said that was, you heard I love you, Haley. When I you were did, in. as they <laughs> held hands. Like, I honestly thought they were going to kiss in that second. But I was like, no, guys, like, I, that would be too much of a, like, defensive air if you made yeah. it right now. So, <laughs> yeah. No, it was awesome. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> It, it, it was such a, such a good moment and ending the episode on it is great because it gives it even more power and uh just the, the prospects of bumblebee now let's talk about that because we were already 100 percent sure the show would eventually do it we were kind of split on whether they'd be more likely to less likely to or even uh possibility of it happening this season i think this to a certain extent is bumblebee happening but if we're talking like a kiss and a real love profession you know like uh, actual them saying i love you like uh, Haley, how do you think this affects the chances of that in the last two weeks so I think I was like 70 or 80% last week. I am now 99% sure. Wow. Like I'm I may get burned, but I'm feeling real confident cuz this was so it was just so perfect and deliberate <laughs> and like I just I don't know I don't know how they would end the season with them just being like, "Yeah, buddy," and like, "Good fight, guys." Like it would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Like they're holding hands already and stuff. Um so, no, I think I think something maybe not a kiss, but I think maybe a kiss, but like some sort of like more deliberate personal profession of love, but I think they're going to kiss. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how they're going to end the sure. season with uh, them saying, yeah, buddy, because that's what's going to happen with Ruby and Weiss. So they well, can just do the they same thing. Well, they haven't had the same development. Yeah, yeah so it, it, there's not as much of a... Next season's your season. Right. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I agree. Um, yeah, Andy, uh, percentage. I was. I actually went the actually exact opposite way of Haley. I was like 70, 80 before this episode. Now I'm like 50, 60 of getting more. Like, I completely can... I can envision <laughs> a finale where... <laughs> how dare you, yeah. I can envision a finale where we get the however we're going to Atlas, like whatever vehicle we're taking, where everyone's sitting in the back and like maybe Blake's just like leaning on Yang, like falling asleep. And that's all the more we get this season. Like I can see that happening and we still get more Bumblebee next season, but we might not get a kiss this season now. I, this feels like the climax of their arc for this season. Well, okay, I'm going to say 90% kiss, 99% more confirmation. More some, some some version of more confirmation, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm confirmation. I, I I just don't know if it's going to be like a kiss or like a profession of love anymore. Yeah, um, I I agree with Andy that the biggest worry at this point is that this is the most we'll get, right? Like this is a climax in and of itself for the two of them. So this does pay off the buildup we've done. If you just want to end it here, like I still don't think it's the satisfying dramatically or the way to go. Um, but there's a world where this is like the the max that happens. That being said, I'm still increasing my odds to like 75%. I was on 50%. It just before. keeps going up. Um, like, 
I'm still worried that, yeah, I am. The 25% is like, this is the culmination, and then 75% like, we'll get more from that. That being said, Aaron, Aaron, uh, Blake's voice actor, is freaking out on Twitter about this. So it's just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron says, well, Bumblebee may be gone, but it looks like Bumblebee might not be. Hey. Um, so. <laughs> Seemingly, this is referring. <laughs> you would think that you would have. You think that this thing, she would not say this if this was the last book we get of it because it could be perceived yeah. as baity or something. Um, and uh, I don't remember if it was her or Barbara. But like even before the season started, was like freaking out already. Like they, they, they the two of them have not uh, have not been subtle, which is There's part of the reason why we've been so uh, confident. Uh, but yeah, I think I think uh, probably it'll happen. Also, yeah, insert your uh, Bumblebee is Rip Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee's no more this <laughs> Rip season. Bumblebee. It went out. Live Bumblebee. Yeah, it went yeah. out in the most amazing way possible. Oh, <laughs> I and I love the musical cue for it too. It's just so perfect. Like the music cuts out for him to get hit by the motorcycle, and then it comes back in for Yang landing. It's so good. Also, Yang was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sacrifice Bumblebee for my girl. Like, let it go. Hit Adam." As a strategic move, it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's so stupid, and I love it. It doesn't really, even knock them off the cliff. It just—it's a back. It like could have worked. <laughs> I mean, oh it was. Uh, she was in danger, I guess, in that moment. It probably helped. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm that, actually really glad it didn't work because then we might have knocked Adam into the river, and he would just be gone for this season. True. Yeah. Now we'll he's get, here. Get back to that in a second. But yeah, the 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 motor bumblebee, the motorcycle hitting Adam, and. Uh, the great moment. Did we did we predict that last week? I don't even remember. Yes, right? yeah, we definitely did. Okay, um, that's. Uh, I don't remember that, but sure. And one of us. I don't think I said. It. I think one of you two said it. It's um, some, somebody. Somebody on the podcast said it because I know we talked about it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it, it it was it was pretty fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was like uh, Adam was like, uh, "You're you're all alone, Blake," and she's like, "I'm not alone." And then Yang comes in. It's like another <laughs> <laughs> really melodramatic one. And here's this line from uh, Yang. It's okay. Catch your breath for a second. I can hold him off. Um, said, oh. said like really softly too. Like, <laughs> oh, this <is> so sweet. <laughs> I have some unfinished business with that. I'm like, okay, yeah, she um, does. I, but... I'm just so glad they didn't do the stupid. I'm gonna even her outline. Like, oh my god, I thought they were gonna do it. <laughs> I was, I was prepped for it. Should... I was so worried. You should have said it. He should have. <laughs> I kind of wish he said it. <laughs> Okay. Then we know for sure they're trolling specifically me. <laughs> well, we already know that with the tail. We know that already. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, that's confirmed. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a really subtle Bumblebee line is it's okay. Catch your breath for a second. Um, just again, that's it's like not, a, there, it's, it's an, subtle. It's like the only thing that happens on screen. Yeah. Well, it's, it's subtle doesn't need to mean. Yeah, it's subtle in terms of like the thing we're going to focus on this episode is the handhold at the end. But I think this is another big one. Um, like Yang being. Um, compassionate and affectionate towards towards her with 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 this and uh just especially like they're not uh they've gone at each other's throats a little bit um and dramaticness and this is like really a really soft and caring line from her um and also like protective and yeah there you go i uh, it's just beautiful it's just so beautiful i love it it was it was great yeah and yang comes in fighting adam we learned that uh adam's semblance is like Yang's, and it stores uh, energy in his sword, and then he can send okay. it back when he's ready. Okay, guys. <laughs> okay. I call it sword jitsu. Yeah. Rant time. Oh, you have a rant about the Adam semblance. Rant. Okay, go ahead. Well, okay. So here's the thing: that's not a semblance. That's he has a good weapon. <laughs> it's a tool that he seemed to have bought at a store, and is like, yeah, this is what I use. 
So you're right. saying it's, it's it's not it's not his personal ability. It's just the sword doing all the work. It's this, of course. Yeah, exactly. I think we figured it out. That's why Adam's so good. He just he just cheated in the game and like typed in like a cheat code and got yeah. like a bunch of money and bought a great weapon. He was like, "Oh, that's cool. I'll use that." Meanwhile, his semblance is like cooking good food or something. It's like I'll say my semblance is. This. <laughs> oh, you think he's lying about it? Just to, yeah. to Blake. Yeah. <laughs> he he would do that though. He would. Try he to would. Lie and make right? Probably something better. terrible. And then he's like, "I need. I wow. I really need to find something better." He's joined the White Fang. He's young. It's existential crisis. It's like finds a sword somehow. And can somehow convinces everyone that that's a semblance. Oh. But if you take the sword away, he's useless. <laughs> so like, I think the intent yeah. is that he his his personal ability augments the sword or something, you know, and it gives yeah. the sword. Like how it, does that work? It's a sword. I don't know how it works. How does any of this work? <laughs> it takes his weapon and aura, obviously. But oh, don't even. Auras one... will come into play later. No, but, how uh... dare you? No, no, <laughs> but at least the other semblances, as ridiculous as they are, rely on the physical person, not an accessory. <laughs> so. That's true. This is this involves. Yeah, he catches it with this sword. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. I mean, look, I, I have I have no particular relative to other semblance. I've had complaints about every semblance. I feel like this is part of the course. But I, I just wanted to know what this was called. Like, why didn't what's his name for the semblance? That's very important. He's gonna say uh, with his dying breath. He'll tell us yes, my semblance. I just didn't want you guys to. I just didn't want you guys to to go away without knowing how cool my semblance name was. I can actually l- know all languages when they're spoken to me. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, he's going to reveal his real semblance. With yeah, his yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seeing through pieces of fabric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're all the, like, domestic chore semblances. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adam. Okay. Then we get this, uh, He we can't have Adam here without giving him some stupid splashy visual yep. uh, he gets Every this time. red black splash screen video game special move thing and then he sends this blast at yang and you think like wow yang's gonna die her arm's gonna fall and then she catches it with her robot arm i guess is that what happens i don't know <laughs> that's that's it, what it looked like i think well it didn't she didn't really move that much she got pushed back a little bit she got mm-hmm. pushed back it seemed like she deflected it with the robot arm like it didn't hurt her because it's a robot arm yeah. Um, I don't know, but uh, well, we got a theory. What did you, Andy? What do you think of the the splash screen from Adam that we got? I hated the splash. <laughs> I don't like them giving him cool stuff. This was better than the volume three splash screen. It wasn't like meant to be beautiful. It was meant to be scary, which is a different effect. Mm-hmm. But I still don't like that they're giving him these kind of things. I think he could have just attacked without having this crazy splash screen. Maybe we That's can say the- it's the sword. Yeah. doing it yeah 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 right the sword, the sword, the sword. Re- yeah the sword affected the animation really... i agree yeah yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> no I, I i thought it was like really really cool animation probably the standout animation moment yeah. of the episode well, no, and, and that's what i'm saying don i like that it's cool i just don't like that adam's getting it yeah <laughs> i think it's fine in the context of he's about to die and this didn't succeed uh yeah. that's much different than he uh maimed one of our, our main characters yeah, that's, yeah it um, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I i kind of liked it also the context is that he's being presented as a terrible person that's another yeah. that's another essential component. And, and and also like that other one in volume three like had like this white splash and this is all black it's supposed to be a scary thing it's supposed to be imposing mm. and it's the, not just like because i'm pretty sure one volume three is just like they make it like bright white and it's supposed to be like this like kind of like sorrowful field type effect and it's really weird 
Yeah. At the very least, I thought this was gorgeous and like totally out of a video game. Like it totally could have yeah, been. It, yeah. yeah. There were like multiple video game references. This oh, yeah, well, yeah. The, 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 which I mm-hmm. think is meta in a good way for Ruby. Um, yeah. But yeah, Yang. So Yang catches this blast. It doesn't affect her. So my, I, I don't know if this is supposed to be obvious or if people disagree or what, but my interpretation is that Yang, like we mentioned Yang's semblance. We refer to it in, re, in, they rela- remind in us. relations. We remind us Yang's semblance is that she, I guess, also charges up. She like builds up her anger and then releases yeah. it. That was volume three stuff. Um, um, so I think this is like she gets this attack. She's just slowly getting more and more powerful here. She doesn't act, end up unleashing anything in this episode. So I feel like that's the big thing heading into next episode is what yeah. attack will Yang unleash on Adam? Because mm-hmm. she got yeah. the idea about his sword, whatever, storing things. And she's like, maybe my arm can do it. Yeah, maybe her arm is storing the energy. She specifically right? blocks with I, the arm. Yeah. I, I might, what it might be is that Yang has to con- – for her semblance work, it has to be something that she considers part of herself. And maybe she's – grown at this point past her trauma that she considers her arm part of herself like yeah. a metal arm that's why it it'll work oh, on i that could totally way. see them doing that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. and that would explain too the whole i think you said earlier dylan about like her hand shaking because i think what on the face value what we're meant to take from that is that well she's telling adam like you could leave now or else like we're gonna kill you it's her bluffing and being nervous, but I, like that's not really in Yang's character thing because she's well, so no, cocky. She's well, no, no, that no. happened before. Her hand has shake has been shaking before. I think yeah, it was last but season. I think in this situation that would like it'd be kind of random. I I don't know. It, I, like, I, it I, I think it's happen, a I think but... it's a misdirect, like you're saying. I think it's yeah. supposed yeah, to be exactly. like this is like, like her lack of that. confidence, or it's, it's you know, but mm-hmm. it's, it's it's she's shaking because she has too much energy stored up. Yeah, in her hand, and she feels yeah. she looks very confident after she like yeah. takes the hit and then stands there. Like she she doesn't look scared. At least I don't and know. She's, yeah, she's 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 fully there and present and like and mm-hmm. confident and yeah. protecting her. Regardless, it gets so, a handhold. Yeah. So. It does. Yeah. Get I think that's a great context for the handhold is. Uh, yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think next episode it's going to be like Yang unleashes this final attack. I assume this is what kills Adam or something. And that's like, I, I'm warning you. I have and more energy here than I've ever had. Uh-huh. Okay. So is Adam dying? We still think Adam's dying, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically 100%. Yeah. The, the, my worry is that now that we're on a ledge above a waterfall that he could, <laughs> like, like we're saying. Like all over again. He could fall in and then his fate is undetermined because as we saw with Cinder last season, when someone falls off uh, an edge, then they are not necessarily dead. Mm -hmm. I still think that he's not. I think he's going to die still because it seems like I think we said this last week where I I don't see where they could take him from here. And there's so many other villains and storylines that are being built up. And we've like we've moved past Menagerie and the White Fang and everything like that. So I don't. I don't see why they would keep him around unless to get rid of him, like have him fall off the cliff. And then like three seasons from now he shows up again. But I I think that would be a a bad decision in my opinion, at least. I think so too. Uh, Scary theory from, uh, uh, Ruby G on CO was that uh, Yang falls off the the cliff into the waterfall. And then the post credit scene is Neil and Cinder finding him and pulling him back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I could totally see them doing. Yeah. That could happen. (laughs) the, the one thing that I think could lean towards that happening is that we Team Ruby has not killed anybody on screen yet. Like, mm-hmm. that would be a huge step towards... Right, that, like, that's the last thing I want to talk about, right, is that uh, we were talking like, oh, Yang and Blake are going to kill. And a lot of feedback we got, I think, was was very apt, was that uh, that's out of that's not something that Yang and Blake would want to do. That's like, that's a big thing is killing no, someone. No, but that's, here's but, the thing. It's definitely, like, it's a it's a strong change from the rest of the show, for sure. But 
I think they've built it up in a way where it would be believable because they've established in this fight that Adam is not going to let them leave unharmed. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's prepared to kill one of them. Um, And I think they know that. And they've also made it clear that um, like, this is kind of the end to a big arc or arc, which started back in like season three or whenever when Yang lost Durham in the first place. So I think it's got the proper weight and storyline behind it. And it's been established that this isn't just a normal fight. Like there are real consequences to this fight. So I I think it would be, it would be wild if it actually happened. It would be crazy, but um, I can see that they've put energy behind it being believable. That makes any sense. Yeah. They've done, they've done all the buildup that would get us to a point where it could actually happen. They've like, it's not coming out of left field. Like it's not like, they've said, Adam will not leave them alone. They have no other option. Yang has warned. He tried to stab Blake. Yes. We saw, we've seen multiple times how unforgivable he is and how horrible he is. He's tried to kill Blake again. He's already been that character. Yang has literally warned him and said like, leave, we will let you leave. Just go away. Um, And also we've seen a buildup of uh, this energy in Yang where it would not necessarily be something she can control at this point um so it's not like she's intentionally doing it she just need, the only way to get them away from her is that she unleashes this attack that's stored up and who knows what's gonna happen when when that happens so i think they've done all the required build up for us for the audience to believe that this is a possibility and i think that's intentional we now think that yang might kill adam next episode it doesn't necessarily mean that she will though um we could subvert that we could have it'd be awesome someone like, else come in we could have him accidentally trip and fall you know like there, there's a, i don't yeah. know I think but yeah it's uh what do you think andy i think that it's very likely that now that we're talking about because i wasn't really thinking about it when i was watching the episode but i just realized i was going to run through my head that yang hasn't really used her semblance since volume three in mm-hmm. any way like we saw like little bursts of it like her eyes changing color but she hasn't gotten crazy mad and this feels like the time for us to get the old at least not like i think it's kind of disrespectful to say the old yang but like because she had a long journey here, but I think like we'd get a hint at like the way she was in Volume Three, how this well, she's like got this power over it now. Yeah, this like immense powerful person on the team, and this feels like the perfect time to show it. And I think they've ramped it up. Where like, yeah, Yang can't control this. Adam dug his own grave here, and I'm and I could see Yang just like punching him and like not his like neck snapping. I don't know how they'd kill him. Like that's the thing. I don't know how they kill him that makes it not like be super brutal. Because Blake and Yang both have really brutal ways to kill. Him people at their disposal he has to like type uh, dematerialize or something like that yeah or like it happens off screen and like the music cuts and they're like (gasps) and then yeah and then we like zoom up with the camera or something yeah yeah i'm i'm gonna hedge i think that we're definitely ostensibly killing adam but i really think that that post credits thing is possible so i'm 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 not gonna say that we won't and even if that happens i don't think like it's possible to write adam off for a few seasons like they could totally do that they could just have that uh, throwaway post credits thing and then uh the reason that's believable is because neil and cinder haven't appeared yet um mm-hmm. so they, they gotta be yeah. somewhere um but yeah I, I think like adam will die for all intents and purposes but he might it's possible he won't actually die and if they do that I, whatever it's it's like it will be it'll be annoying but if they want to bring adam back in three seasons as like uh, a cyborg or something whatever (laughs) meanwhile yang and blake are married like yeah yeah he accomplished his purpose here so yeah i also think there's there's reason to believe that he'll at least get leave the show for sure because blake's weapon just broke and there's an awesome weapon like you said 
like you said, Haley, just sitting here for them to take. Mm. Like they can just beat him up and they. And but Blake it's a semblance, right? It's part of. <laughs> would, would, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Blake would use Adam's sword. I think that. I don't. Be... I don't think he would. But like that seems like a thing they do in anime. I guess you know that is possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the rest of the scene that we haven't talked about yet. Um. Yeah. The Blake and Adam fight. Uh, it was. It starts in the forest and then goes into the waterfall. Um. Oh, they they showed the location in the the credits, and Andy and I were remarking that there's like this. Uh, they're they're on the top of this like bridge on the waterfall, and then there's like stone bridge, and then there's like an area below so we th- there's like they could totally fall to that next episode if you look at the schematics mm-hmm. for it it's like a really beautiful yeah. location yeah is definitely breaking that bridge next yeah episode. i think i think she's breaking the bridge with her attack and they're gonna fall to the thing below yeah yeah um which is a good move very uh voltron black paladins type of thing yeah <laughs> it's uh, uh that, that's it's like kind of like a similar fight location so i think it's it's kind of like yeah. a really classic uh multi-layered uh type of thing that's meant to fall apart um but uh yeah it's adam's uh so Adam says uh, a lot of annoying things. Can you do anything besides run? Um, oh my god! That, that was very on the nose <laughs> to Blake's previous <laughs> themes. Uh, important thing we even talked about: Blake's jacket uh, comes oh, off. Oh, I lost oh, yeah. my mind. Yeah, well, what was your reaction? <laughs> I love her look without the jacket. Like the whole time she was fighting, I'm like girl, like lose the jacket all the time. This is a great look <laughs> there, on you. We were- Haley, we were talking earlier this season about how they need to get bigger, like, jackets because they're yeah. in a snowy forest. Well, I was saying she needed to wrap it around her crop top, the tails of it. So, but, I get, they're moving about. She doesn't warm. need the warmth, right? She's no. uh, she's fighting, so. She needs the, like, maneuverability. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I love her costume change. I was so happy when the jacket got removed because that jacket's bugged me a lot. I don't like the design <laughs> of it. Wow, <laughs> jacket. Um, I don't think she the big collar is too much. So, like. Oh, I loved her outfit. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And the fight in general was like so cool. And I found the camera angles were really neat and they were moving really fast, but you could like kind of follow it. But it it also fed into what we were talking about where it sounds like this is a real or feels like this is a real um, high stakes fight. Like it wasn't just them buzzing around each other fighting for the sake of fighting. It, it was like they were trying to save their lives in this fight, which was Really good and very clear, I think, in this. Plus, we got an awesome costume change. So, yeah, she's she's looking great with uh, her, great. New, her new new outfit. I love, uh, it. I love it. Yeah, Yang was loving it. You could tell she was. Uh, yeah, she's up. <laughs> yeah, good job. Um, with yeah, the that, high boots too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, what uh, we're due for some costume changes in general. Mm-hmm. I think heading in next season. So, um, maybe more... they'll actually get winter outfits when they go to Atlas. I'm not holding my breath. Uh, sem- <laughs> semblances keep them warm. Um, we're <laughs> see see rants from earlier this season, uh, which we don't. They didn't actually say that on the show ever, so we established that. But um, more Adam lines. I wouldn't have to be doing this if oh you my just God. behaved. Oh my God. If you just behaved, Blink. At least this plays into him being a jerk and not just being cool. So that's yes. good. Yeah, it's good. No, it's good. I actively like these lines because yeah. for the record, how terrible for, he is. For the record, I'm saying, oh my god, at your voice, Dylan. Not- <laughs> oh, my impression's good, isn't it? It's a good no. Um, bl- bra- break, breaks Blake's weapon, which is yep. a big thing because weapons kind of matter on the show. So she'll need to get a new weapon. And um, then we get this from from Adam. People hurt me long before we met, and then says a few things he says you didn't leave scars you just left me alone (laughs) (laughs) okay and then the real the reveal that we we completely forgot to talk about last week until the end of the podcast we sticked around we speculated and um he's not scarred he takes off his blindfold no more he is scarred 
He's scarred. He's a. It's not he's just brand, scarring. Though. He looks he's, he's, branded. He looks. He yeah. has this SDC branding over one of his eyes, a Zuko-like uh, kind of scar over here. And uh, also, I, I like s- how he had the bluest of eyes, so we weren't like silver eyes. <laughs> yeah, no silver like eyes, there was yeah, no question. Silver eyes there. SDC for Schneedust Company, presumably meaning that yeah. uh, he was uh, branded like cattle. I guess he's a bull faunus, so it's in theme with his animal <laughs> affiliation. I don't know why that yeah. works like that. But, um, yes, he got branded by the Schneedesk Company, and that is why he hates uh, – and I think it fit. I think this is, like, the best bit of yeah. character depth we ever get. This explains oh, all of his attitude and stuff. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is great. Yeah. I think the crazy thing, Dylan, of all the times they've never explained anything to us, this is the first time we've just had something show up on a character, and they don't just give us immediate, like – exposition dump and i kind of really love it like they finally learned to just show us and just yeah, not extrapolate this is, this is all we needed that being said i do think there's a chance next week that we get a flashback to <laughs> no, <laughs> no, back no, everything i just said dylan like <laughs> yeah they, i'm they, saying just don't get too far out of yourself as adam's dying he totally could have a flashback to him getting branded or something i think that's very possible no maybe um, it's like when they go to alice next season oh my god no no but no 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 not not adam showing up but oh, okay. that blake will like see some faunus or something or see that brand on something and be like adam had that remember before we killed him like that'll happen oh i was thinking i was thinking you were gonna say like they're gonna go back to atlas and like weiss will talk to her dad and her dad will remember branding adam and it'll be a flashback that could also happen yeah um i hope we don't like sympathize with adam as he's dying and which i don't think so he's irredeemable at this point no uh, no it's like i'll i'll make to make them pay for you adam like no we're not don't do that um but yeah this i think this is a great bit of characterization but it's very on the nose um very uh thematically uh tying into uh anime that premiered recently promised neverland uh which uh <laughs> it was a very similar themes going on here which i think was uh struck me <laughs> as i was watching this uh, i loved it um and uh, do it i i brought saw it to someone this is obviously very tragic and kind of explains it properly explains why adam is so vehemently anti-human it doesn't explain why he's such a terrible and person and so terrible well. to blake yeah. but uh, no. at the very least we understand why he's uh why he's militant in the way he is i think that's successful in that regard that being said and he's had like trauma clearly yeah so which i think which i think like show us show us this in volume three and we don't hate that team so much right like i mean it's still bad but you like you need to just make this is like making adam this is the first time adam's been a character is when this reveal happens because he's just been completely even the adam i guess was was the adam trailer or blake whatever technically was yeah it's it still didn't give us that much about him um but uh, this this like okay we kind of understand his motivations here um and i thought that that was like a really good reveal in that regard um i did see someone speculate that uh what if he like uh, it was an accident that he got this or somehow and uh, an accident uh, like if there's like there's like a box with uh, sdc on it and then it like oh my god an explosion (laughs) and then it gets imprinted on his face and then he's like using this as like he's lying about it Um, no because then it would be the wrong way around what <laughs> the words would be the wrong way around if it was on a box hmm, well, i gotta work out the physics of this okay. yeah no i think Haley's right but yeah yeah anyways yeah Probably. anyway that's a fun theory because adam would totally do that but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i think i think the, the bigger point here is this i thought this was great and uh, was the best thing we've ever done with adam yeah, yeah. and also that they didn't like give the exposition which is nice and oh, yeah. also it didn't detract from the fact that he's still a terrible person which is yeah, and we, we haven't we haven't used it yet to try to sympathize him. Like I think if we continue no. on the course that we're on, this will be this will be flawless handling of Adam this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, um, He's that being said, going out in the best way. Possibly. I'm still worried. I'm still worried about a, three three things. One, him not actually dying and being saved post credits, or yeah. some so at least like see an arm come out. Two, uh, I don't think did I do a two? Uh, him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did what? Uh, us, us sympathizing with him uh, when he's dying. I'm worried about that because of this branding. I don't think we're past that yet. And uh, Roman numeral three, uh, him. Um, I don't even remember because I'm trying to meme too much with the list. Uh, he's. Uh, oh, a flashback to him. Yeah, I'm oh, still yeah. worried about that too. Okay, so if we avoid these three things, then we will be praising them uh, in, in the handling of Adam, but we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, any other things from these uh, that Adam part section of the episode? I just thought the, the in general the fights were great. I, I just wanted to mention before we just the I think one of the best fight scene things they've ever done is when Blake catches Adam's sword with her sheath, and it's just like such a cool like use of their weapons in a unique way that they I, I like no other show would do something this cool I don't think where she just catches it and like all of a sudden the fight just changes pace completely and Adam has just a gun and it's just it's really cool I really like it yeah yeah that, that was interesting yeah she was um, just like I can't swear but she was like a bad mm, the whole time and I yeah. was I like I don't even know how to I can't be coherent like <laughs> I just keep saying it was amazing this like, was the it first was just so awesome yeah this, this felt like Adam like he was really strong but it didn't feel like Yang and Blake were in a different league than him for once. No. It felt like it felt like these were just people fighting for their lives and he was just being a lot more violent and they were trying to hold back in some way cuz they don't they don't kill people as much as he does. No. <laughs> Haley, you're going to be on a uh Catradora podcast for us coming up. Uh which which cat are you uh, fawning over more? Is it Blake oh, or Catra? <laughs> Blake. <laughs> wow, Blake. Wow. Okay. Also, lo- also losing the jacket helps a lot. <laughs> no. No, catch uh, a catcher in a suit Blake. is not uh, is that's not uh, equal to the that? suit is great as well. But no, Blake. Oh my god, it was just so great. Like I just love Blake so much, okay, and she's so true. nice now. And I'm sorry, she's yeah. just so great. Yeah, she, <laughs> it was she's, so she's fantastic. Great. Yeah, all right. That's yeah. referring to Shira and the Princess of Power, by the way. Yes. Um, and uh, I'm gonna be bad on that too. I just go like, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. We like you can't that. be okay. negative. Like I can't have nothing to be negative about except for the silly sword thing. But <laughs> things are Ruby's too good now. What are we even Ruby's supposed to say good. about it? What are we supposed to I say? I just like swear at it as I'm excited and like freak out. <laughs> okay, let's move to the less yeah, exciting but on. still good uh, p- section of the episode. We'll spend yeah. less time here since we spent a lot of time on it. Well, there's so many um, theories, Dylan. What theories are there? We're talking about Oscar still. Oh, yeah. We'll get to oh, Oscar yes. in a second. But we're fighting Cordovan in the uh, Genlock mech here. And uh, we need a name for it. Uh, the, the the guy that makes the Ruby status card, I think, called it Big Chungus. That was his name. For it. <laughs> he gave it a deep name. Of course, he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can't uh, call it that. That's bad. That's what everyone's calling it. No, I didn't want to call um, it Atlas to make it. Let's call it. Let's call it Fred. Fred. Okay, that's also pretty good. Fred. I don't think there's anyone named Fred on the show. Um, no, there never will be. Yeah. No. I wanted to, okay. I want to talk by the way, Rose sections first and foremost here because yeah. oh, in general, in general, here's what I have to say about this fight. Um, I was like, this is very stupid. This this big robot. Why are we doing this? I have to say, upon watching this episode, I realized that this is what I've wanted from Ruby. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not giant yeah. mech fights, but I just want—I just want fights that don't have to be so edgy, life or death stakes here. Like I, th- I realized that I've been asking for that, and this is just kind of this—it's like it's a—it's this is a finale sequence, but it's just kind of the silly thing. And yeah, there are stakes because characters almost get it by missiles and stuff every time. But there's this air of silliness to it because of this yeah. stupid giant mech and like the and teamwork. It was like harkening back to when they were like, oh, this is, like this white is 
volume one stuff. in the forest. They're like these, yeah. like this yeah. is the, the teamwork, the the silliness of like they're they're in school. It's all kind of training. Like yeah, it's it's there's stakes, but not everything needs to be that and fight. Like there can this no. this is a valid thing for a finale to an excellent season. This is just fun, and this is what I've wanted for a movie. I want it to be more fun, and I really do think this fight is really fun. Yeah, there's multiple jokes just being thrown around. Like when they open up the thing, it just has it's a clearly labeled shield generator. That's like a pretty funny moment. So it's clearly labeled. It's so good. I'm just it's just a really fun moment. That was fun. The Ruby talking about video games during yeah. the fight. That was fun. Um the the oh, white row sections my, were Yeah. I, <laughs> I wrote a note about this to myself because I didn't want to forget it. When they're like trying to figure out their battle plan at the start and Crow is like, I can get you a bird's eye view or something. Oh my god. <laughs> like, it's like crow 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 is like fine in this episode so bad but hilarious uh yeah oh nora's like you get you get back here with my man yeah Yeah, right that was funny see this was just so fun the sequence like this is what i want from you like let's do more of this Um, plus really cool like shots i may be jumping ahead but it was like the first fight scene shot when they're all going at the robot and ruby was using her semblance in really neat ways and they had that like tracking camera kind of as she was going through all the missiles and stuff oh, yeah. like just that's the nice thing about the season and all too is that they have stuff like this which could be is awesome but could be kind of basic i guess technically but then they put these amazing shots in that are yeah, just present, enhanced. they present it in interesting ways yeah uh, just which really it adds to it yeah yeah yeah. Um, the, also, this fight ends on the silliest thing of this mech catches a missile yeah, and then that. throws <laughs> it back. <laughs> Andy, did you like the physics of that? <laughs> what did you say, Dylan? Did you like the physics of that moment of throwing it? It was just, I, it, it took me multiple seconds to realize what they were trying to show. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, under, I didn't understand the first time I watched like, it. They it didn't just process. showed the fist. Like, I don't know why we're seeing the robot's fist all of a Same. And then it like was like, and then she like reared back to she was throwing. So I'm like, is she gonna throw the missile? Should they have exploded? <laughs> then she threw it. I'm like, what? That makes no sense. No, yeah, we didn't it, see it her knows actually catch when it. it needs to go off. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah, that was interesting visual choice of not actually was just seeing the hand and then like watching the. I think it's like the purpose of it was to let the silliness unfold in the audience's minds. Like, really, this is what just happened. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, and I think it's successful in that regard. It's good. I like. I think it was crazy, but it was good because it made me laugh at the very least. Like, this is where we're like, this is rule of cool at its finest. Yeah. Like, that's good. This like, whole it, the fact episode that, is rule of cool, honestly. Yeah, and that's fine like this show is okay it's okay to have rule of cool ruby it's is fine. the rule of cool show like let's embrace that yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely um like, yeah okay this isn't stupid aura semblance stuff that makes me upset this is just stupid physics yeah, stuff the semblance you could say rule of cool for semblances if they were cool but they're not cool like, yeah. The, yeah okay <laughs> ruby's was really cool this scene though ruby's yeah ruby's semblance is the they best used it in really yeah. neat ways except at the end we're like girl you're stuck on the cliff just do it one more time go up two feet but yeah, can she whatever. not do it up? Is that the I, issue? Is she stuck she in the thing? I'm pretty sure she can. <laughs> like, know. that was I, the first move. I think the point is that the main four and Pura all had really good, have, have all really good semblances, and then they kind of just realized they didn't have much more beyond that. Like, that's the problem. Because Yang, Blake, Ruby, and Weiss all have really awesome semblances that are fun to watch. And then, like, I just don't really care about anyone else's semblances beyond that. Right. 
Rip them. Um, yeah, okay. White Rose, uh, I put it off long enough. Uh, yeah. this, the, <laughs> first of all, they're standing together, like when they're making the plans, and there's a shot of them, like, wow, that's the screenshot of the podcast. I took screen And Ruby's cap. like cute I'm little like, faces to her and stuff. I'm like, this is definitely the screen cap. And then there's just like 50 better ones right in the preceding yeah. moments of the episode. Um, uh, we're going with, uh, I'm, I'm doing a thing where I'm doing two screenshots from this episode. I'm going to like post one in different places and another in different places. One of them's the <laughs> handhold at the end of the episode, obviously. And then another one, is the uh, a moment when Ruby's arms are wrapped around Weiss's waist on the wasp, and there's just they're like both smiling <laughs> and looking through the distance. Yeah, it's the best. Um, so yeah, there, there's that, and then Ruby and Weiss go to like attack the legs of the mech together, and um, Oscar is like move, and then uh, they you like oh no, did they get hit? And then they fly out on a, wa- a wasp. Weiss summons. That was the beginning of last season, I think. She fought the wasp. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In yeah, that yeah, weird yeah. in that weird av- blue avatar place with the floating rocks. The yeah. blue avatar place with the flame. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get back to Oscar in a second here. And then, uh, Ruby, uh, is, is like attacking it and then falls down with the semblance. And then she falls onto Weiss, Weiss's wasp. Uh, she's riding around and Weiss says, What if I hadn't caught you? And Ruby says, I knew you would and grins oh, at her. So cute. <laughs> and so then cute. Weiss gives her an eye roll and is like, Ugh. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. I, maybe I'm like just seeing things, but I feel like, this episode, Ruby's facial expression animations, even when she was just talking to Weiss at the start, were so much more readable. She was, she was emoting a lot for her. She was emoting sure a episode. lot. Yeah. yeah. And it was relating really well to the line reads, which were just like really like cheeky and cute. Kind of. yeah, <laughs> if, if we go along with it, I think it makes sense because last episode she made up with Crow. Like Crow and her are like back on the terms. I think that was messing yeah. with her head a bunch. So she's at happy. least that's what, that's what the show is. I think the show is trying to say that it was yes. messing with her that her uncle was so not helpful and so down in the dumps and now everyone's kind of working together and she's feels comfortable enough to be happy again or at least show it on her face yeah and be the leader yeah and being that she's again the lead, even though john comes up with a planner um, but i think that's fine I think, I think john is fine in this episode like yeah john's john's fine i think everyone mm-hmm. has a great role uh, yeah in, he's in like her like she's like i don't know how military works but well, she's, she's like the boss and he's like the captain or whatever that's the assistant yeah, to the boss. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he can he can come up with the thing as well. Yeah, leading he's like tactile yeah. stuff. Yeah, she, he's good at like strategy, and she's good at tactics. That's like kind of like what's yeah. going on here. And being yeah, and, uh, and then as mentioned, Ruby's uh, we see, we later say later see them riding on the wasps. Ruby's arms around uh, Weiss's waist, reminiscent of the uh, freezer burn motorcycle uh, from last season. <laughs> oh, remember that? Wow, guys, <laughs> oh, look where we've God. come from. Yeah, where that was the biggest moment. <laughs> I remember there was a point when Dylan was shipping freezer bird. Like it was so good. I still, I still ship it. I still ship it. It's, it's. I ship Bumblebee more, but I still. But ship then we bird. had that Bumblebee on Bumblebee scene last week, and yeah. that just like of all the romantic bike scene moments. Except maybe <laughs> oh, yeah, that you was could say that. Bike scene. And then this episode, right? Maybe you of throwing it into when Adam. Bumblebee. That's very romantic. When Bumblebee the bike hit Adam, does that count as a romantic moment? Yeah, that's definitely. what I'm saying. That was that was yeah, romantic. That was, yeah, that was definitely. <laughs> it, it was a Bumblebee moment of Bumblebee hitting Adam, right? That it, was, it, yeah. it was Yank metaphorically throwing her love for Blake at her biggest enemy. Feel the yes. power of the ship, like yeah. <laughs> also, literally throwing a thing called their ship name at, at yeah. Adam. Yeah, exactly. 
It's the kind of stupid rule of cool stuff I want in this show. Like, yes, stupid stuff. It's fantastic. Like yeah. Okay. So, the two biggest, uh, the, uh, so I went over them already, but the two biggest White Rose moments of the, the episode and their, of the entire series are uh, this uh, what if uh, what if I hadn't caught you? I knew you would, a uh, few second scene, which was incredible and showcased their dynamic really incredibly. Um, and then also them just uh, Ruby's arms around Weiss on the, the Wasp. Uh, in, in combination, uh, more, more White Rose than we've ever seen maybe justifies the two of them in the f- the focus of the opening titles not completely but at least we like kind of get a, a sense of that um and uh, it gives you some more hope that we would eventually actually do ruby and weiss like it's definitely not happening this season um but my new theory is that they're going to be bumblebee will culminate this season and then ruby and weiss will be the bumblebee of next season the thing we're yeah. going to tease for the next three seasons actually by season i mean three seasons and seven to nine <laughs> will be the, us teasing white rose until eventually we culminate them in season nine in volume nine that's my well, new theory it's definitely i think maybe the um opening title bit where it seemed like wow white rose is going to be the thing this season was more so them being like, okay, so Ruby is our main character. So she's the focus and her closest relationship this season, romantic or otherwise has been with Weiss. I think at least like, I feel like they've really cemented their relationship and their friendship with each other this season. And they've got like cute little dialogue happening. So yeah, I think think, think it's a good enough explanation. Yeah. Um, Ruby's Ruby's been very, very well characterized and, uh, the two of them have had enough moments and this episode, especially hoping for more in the last two weeks. Not, You've had like a white rose corner on a decent amount of episodes. Yeah. yeah. Like about half of them. It's yeah, been good. Yeah. This is more than, uh, yeah, you know, this is the, and b- they the biggest... aren't just like us reaching <laughs> for it either. No, this is like very blatant. Stood next yeah. to each other. Uh- I'll be honest, Dylan. I thought you were reaching most of the episodes. This one was not a reach. This was very at times romantic. Like just the way they've been treating each other. Not romantic, but further than just friendship at times the way they were poking yeah. at each other during this fight how dare you say i was reaching at times I, <laughs> how dare you um yeah i'm still not confident this show is going to do it uh, no but this it's is this is bigger than we've got yeah. you know it's tough at the very least they're like embracing finally the fact that over half of your fans are invested in these <laughs> these main character relationships like yeah. utilize that as part of the fans enjoyment of the show i mean you yeah. Don't do that and then bait for the entire season and don't do it. But this is fine. I think what we saw here. This Dylan, I think you missed my like harsh burn there. What was your burn? I, I said, <laughs> I said it's hard rooting for the inferior ship. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, look, 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 I'm on board with Bumblebee, so I will not respond to this, but uh, White Rose no. is still number one. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still the best, uh, although it's hard to eat up. Like we, we've got, we, like, look, look, they both had touching this episode. They right? did, like, uh, they so did. That's, that's big. But yeah. Bumblebee have cuter outfits, so like, <laughs> no, come on. Weiss's Weiss's outfits are always the best. Uh, how how dare you? Um, hopefully, we're changing all of our. Also, how, why are outfits a criteria here? Of the, they're <laughs> not. The I'm just thinking about them again. <laughs> Well, just, Haley, Haley, Haley's Haley. mind was just sidetracked back to Blake. Yeah, Haley, yeah. Haley's mind is drifting back to the jacket flying off. Yeah, <laughs> literally, she's that was she's like the highlight. Right I was, oh, <laughs> I love costumes and I love all of that, and it just it was so good. Yeah. Sorry, back to okay. back to this fight. Yeah. Okay. The rest anyway, of the rest right. of it that we haven't talked about yet um, is. Uh, 
Ruby's uh, shoots down a missile to start with, um, and then Weiss like jumps off the plane and uh, throws up so earth, earth bends up this thing. Um, John's tactics let's use size as an advantage. Um, I, I buy what John was saying here. Not silly, not the worst. But it was moving slow. All they've yeah. seen, like it doesn't move that quick. Also, yeah. the funny thing though was him somehow inferring that like this machine is used to fight deep sea grim. It's not you for anything. It's just a stupid thing. It's buried in a mountain. (laughs) I mean, that's as good of an explanation as I've heard positive thus far. So sure. But uh, I still don't know why we needed it. It's still a one-time thing. I guess that kind of makes sense if you're going to make a big gun against uh, some some whale grim or something. Wait, no. It doesn't make any sense. Because (laughs) if it's a deep sea grim, it doesn't care that it's hidden behind a rock. Yeah, you could just have this out in the open. That's a fair point. (laughs) But okay. I'm just still imagining de- I'm still imagining whale grim, Dylan. That's just like the stupidest thing in my head. Do you you implying we're never going to see whale grim? We definitely oh, we definitely will. are. We I definitely are. Mentioned it's happening. <laughs> start start uh, getting that ready for next season. That's that's yeah. a, that's a go to. They got to ride on a, a whale grim, and then it like realizes they're riding on it, and then well, it attacks yeah. them. We did see the um like serpenty thing that yeah Blake we saw and- the serpent. Oh yeah, had. one of the few yeah. good things in season four. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. So size advantage. Oscar and Maria are going into the plane. Um, and uh, crows okay. something about going up into the air. I don't think he was on the plane with them. And then no, he's being seen? bird. He's yeah, just no, being he's, a bird. Yeah. He's got the bird's eye view. Yeah, he got the bird's eye view, Dylan. <laughs> and then uh, Weiss is like, "You needed me on the ground." And Ruby says, "Not exactly." That was another oh. one. Um, yeah. Now, okay, we haven't talked about Mirror Mirror Part Three is playing. That's what we assume this is. Uh, this is. Uh, We've heard multiple parts of the Mirror Mirror Weiss soundtrack before, and uh, although they're using it more generally, I think. Um, and uh, we see another, a lyric song, probably another part of Mirror Mirror is what's playing for a few minutes of this fight, and I thought it was fantastic. And um, Ruby's, uh, oh yeah, Ruby comes up and then takes the shot at the window, this really cool shot, and it dents the window of the of the mech and i saw a lot of people being why to do that it shouldn't have done to the window like whatever um and then there's <laughs> she's got there's, a good weapon <laughs> she's weapons op whatever there's shields on the mech uh we talk about hard light dust and i was like oh i should have, oh god i should have paid more attention during the world of remnants about the different dust types uh, <laughs> that was my reaction like why yeah. did i take notes on this in school hard light dust i don't know what that means and then uh <laughs> ruby's uh <laughs> ruby's talking about video game weak points um we got the white rose stuff that i talked about and uh ren and oh yeah ren and crow take out the shields we mentioned that um nora's um you get back here with my man the most uh, we 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 just we just talked right i think last week or week before about how renora hasn't really been romantic at all yeah um there you go right there my it, man yeah okay, she said it's like yeah, very so. confirmed now yeah uh let's get them kissing at some point come on yes do that. true yeah. Yeah. Um, John's uh, tackles Nora and then saves both of them. Was he using his semblance here? Yes, right? Yes. He jumped on her and then empowered both their auras yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought was. Why not? It, was it was a good moment for John because he, it's, it's, he's the, it's the white mage, and, Dylan. He, he yeah. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 He's I the cleric. Really, everyone has something to do here. Even even uh, Ren, who never does anything, was uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> taking out the shields with Crow. Like, I think we get, it was a great team teamwork fight, everyone had something to do, and then at the end, Ruby's hanging off the cliff, and uh, she's, a, and um, Cordova's about to shoot her, but then Maria comes in and sends a missile, and then uh, the mech catches it, and then throws it back at the plane, and that's where we cut off. <laughs> so there we go. Also, side note, I know, I've seen this before, but I don't know why it stood out to me more, is that Ren's fun- run is so hilarious. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. Because he runs uh, so low <laughs> and his legs are long. <laughs> Evans, I don't need him to notice him. Is he now are running? Like what's he doing? When he runs, he's like no, really he low to the ground, but his legs are really long. So okay. <laughs> he looks I like a look grasshopper. It's really good. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else from this fight we haven't talked about? Uh, besides uh, Oscar stuff. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So last thing, Oscar doesn't say a ton in this episode, but he's uh, he's with Marie. He says a few things, and then at the end, he's like, "Ruby, watch out." So we still think this is, or last week, it's of last week. We thought this is Ozpin, not Oscar. Ozpin took over for Oscar when Oscar was missing, and now this is actually Ozpin talking. Um, so the question is, do we buy that Ozpin would be concerned about Ruby enough to warn him he to warn her here? Do we think that Ozpin would? Because Oscar in this episode was genuinely trying to advance the plan that was happening. Yeah. Um, so uh, she is silver eyes, so he wants to keep her safe for that. So would would Ozpin do this? Would Ozpin want them to defeat the thing? Would Ozpin want to protect Ruby? I say yes. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. The, he doesn't want. He needs silver eye people, right? And she also I also has think he still he's, he still cares, he cares about that. Well, yeah. But more importantly, she has the lantern. She does have the lantern. Yeah. And She's I think he might have been worried about the lantern breaking. But I, I still think Osmond's a, like a good guy in quotes. He still yeah. wants them to succeed mm-hmm. and he wants them. He just wants them to follow him. So yeah. uh, he's he's that's why he's tricking them as as uh, Oscar and he wants them to get to that point. Um, I thought he sounded like Osmond on the plane when he was talking. I thought he sounded way more Osmond than Oscar. There were times they sounded like Ozpin for me, and sometimes they sounded like Oscar. I wasn't sure this episode. This episode, I think, yeah. This I episode, know, I'm like, am I listening? Is it just because I'm listening so much now, yeah. or yeah. I can't tell anymore? I, I think we're still doing this. I think this is Ozpin. Um, I because I still think we need a big reveal. The atomized thing was a little bit of a reveal. We need a twist. We need a twist this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This feels like the twist they're building up to because we talked about Oscar for like multiple, like the first half of the season, and then, and then he, just, he hasn't done anything. We've yeah, been yeah. completely he non-entity. Yes, and they've been doing such good with this season of like paying off things, like pay, paying off arcs, and like Oscar didn't have an end to his arc yet, and and having like a whole episode dedicated to him disappearing and then being like, "Hey guys, I'm back!" Like that's yep. Yep. just weird. Like maybe that's going to be the end credit scene. Is him. I don't know, talking to someone or himself. Or I think something. I think we'll pay it off in front of everyone, but if we wanted to secretly reveal it, we could do it in the end credits, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just think he's going to steal the lantern. I think he's going to ask the question. That's just check. I think he's going to ask the yeah. questions, too. Yeah, yeah, we still need to ask that last question. Um, yeah, I, I no one really believes... No one's really on board with this. People are like, oh, I'm it's a cool board. theory, but like, no one's like, it's happening. I'm telling you, this is happening. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. I think it's all be wrong. Because like, the voice actor for Oscar is really good. He, he emotes which person he is at all times. He's, like, he's Dude, bringing weird. a lot of subtlety to this. Yeah, like, he, he, like in, in theory, he, right now he's playing Ozpin trying to trick them by being Oscar. So that's like a really hard thing to do. But it, um, it, it sounds like it. It does. I think yeah. it sounds like it. Yeah, when you try to listen for it, it really does. Especially the first time when, like, back in the episode where they got back to the house, like I was, I, I was so confused because it sounded like him. And like he's gotten Ozpin. better with time. Exactly. He's gotten better at sounding like Oscar. <laughs> We're but such not conspiracy theorists. There. Look, it's it's know. not a conspiracy theory that's happening. So yeah. it's, it's no, <laughs> but like, am I wa- mad? But I, I think I think it's happening. I really like it. Like, I think it would be really clever if they did it. At, at the know. very at the very least, we need to pay off Oscar in some way. We need to season. pay off Oscar, yeah. yeah. And 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 we need to pay off Ozpin. That's the other thing. Ozpin was the big focus of the early season, and he just disappeared. So he yeah. needs yeah. to come back. Especially at the very least. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, don't worry. It's just that, um, like, one of Oscar's last lines was about, or, or, well, Osmond said this, actually, didn't he, where he was like, that I'll try and be here before I disappear, basically, which is yeah. really dark. But that's, like, 
such a random line, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, with it, the, he would have he would have said that as Ozpin, I think, if it goes. Yeah, by right. Yeah. But it's, it makes you think about like, oh, so that's deliberately placed by the writing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was such a big deal that he disappeared from the group. Like he hid away in Oscar's psyche at the beginning. Like that has to come back. That he, Yes, he, that he, has to come back. Like, he needs at the very least the straightforward thing is he'll just reappear in his head. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah, like not that's not that's the bare first. minimum. Um, and the question needs to be asked. And another thing, another reason why you should think this is going to happen is because we're already like in what you think would be the finale and we still have uh, two weeks, three episodes worth of material to cover here. So unless we're bringing Neo and Cinder in and having another fight or potentially, um, people from the Salem bunch, whoever might appear, there's yeah. a few possibilities, which I don't think is going to happen, but no. this, I mean, we'll probably see em- uh, Emerald Mercury in some form. Um, maybe we'll see Tyrion and Watts then, but, and there's, there's like three groups that we, yeah. Um, but that wouldn't be as good of a finale as we need to, the, the point is we still have a lot of ground to cover and we're already wrapping up these fights basically. Yeah. So yeah. we still let next week we'll wrap up these two. What's the finale episode going to be about? Like, is it Oscar and also it's got to be something where, because normally the finale would have been two episodes, but they purposely put them together. So it's got to be something that benefits from seeing it in that a longer works. format. Right. Yeah, one of our one of our commenters last week uh, or a few weeks ago, I don't remember, had a good theory about this, which is that the volume three finale uh, was the the last episode was kind of in two parts, or like if you take the last two weeks, the real climax, the Adam scene, was from the second to last episode, and then the uh, and then the last week was wrapping stuff up from the the previous episode, and yeah. also had that second uh, like uh, expo- that. Uh, the i'm blanking on the word for it but the the ruby writing the letter and uh the or i don't know if it was ruby it was visiting yang yeah it was visiting yeah. yang when they're in the home yeah um this was from nom nom on youtube i'm glad i scrolled to look up that name and uh yeah the, the basically it could be a split right like it could be uh the uh the ex the end of the scene that's like an unrelated we see where everyone is now and then the we see a wrap-up so i think that's possible it's like we only could have two episodes more worth of action and then the last part of the episode is um setting us up for atlas or like the consequences of what happened here or it could be like just um quieter scene in general not a fight scene like it could be just like the question to Jin. like that could be the end of the season like that could be the final episode that could be yeah Mm mm-hmm Something quieter. Because, yeah, it's yeah. just notable. Volume The end of Volume 3 ended very differently from the rest of the seasons. Although I think Ruby writing a letter was another one. So that might that was Volume similar. 4, though, Dylan. That whole season was quiet. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to compare. Um, yeah. But yeah, but this, the point, this is, this should, this should emulate volume three, this finale, because this is the volume three of this, this season two in quotes, right? This is the actual last season. So unless we've started circumventing that, which is possible, but, um, (laughs) which would be good, but yeah, it's possible that uh, this will follow a similar structure. So we might want to look out for some sort of, some sort of uh, interesting way to end the season like that. Um, anyway, Oscar is Osman. There you go. <laughs> in conclusion. In conclusion. In conclusion. I don't know what else is. I, all I know, Adam's dying. Os, Oscar is Osman. Oh, is happening. I'm not sure. Crow's I think Crow's fine now. He's happy yeah, Crow's, again. He's happy. Well, no, that means he's going to die because he's happy. Like he had one True. good moment. I guess. Like, there's no, uh-huh. Crow never escapes the death flags. That's the problem with his character. Yeah, he'll still be, he'll still be there forever. Uh, Haley, final <laughs> thoughts. Uh, okay. Final thoughts. Um, I'm just so, I was just so happy after finishing this episode and it was so awesome. And, and like we said, just like a rule of cool episode, <laughs> which is perfect for the show. Um, and Bumblebee finally is happening which is like i wasn't expecting that dramatic of a moment to be like for the first handhold but it was and it was perfect so yeah nice love it uh, 
Haley, it's all happening for Haley. It's all ha- it's all coming together, guys. <laughs> so that's that's what I say with the uh, Osmond is Oscar conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's all coming together. It's finally happening. Um, Andy, final thoughts here. Uh, I don't really have much here. I'm just really this episode. Just I, I literally was grinning while watching this episode, at least for the first half, and just really excited for the second half. This this is just a fun episode of television, and I'm really excited for Ruby to be that. And also because Beatrice spammed me all during the podcast, she wants to say. Bumblebee forever. There you yes. go. She, she doesn't watch the show. What is but that? she knows. I don't, Dylan. I don't know. She spammed me all during the podcast. At some point, she watched the show, and she's she's been asking us what Bumblebee's actually happening, so she can catch up. But uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we'll see if I'm gonna use the Bumblebee screenshot on the Twitter uh, po- posting the episode. We'll see if Delaney uh, responds. She probably bring will. everyone in. I'm, I'm tempted <laughs> to tag. I'm tempted to tag Delaney in the tweet too. But we'll see. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're just gonna trick Delaney into watching the show again. I'll be like, you don't have to catch up on the scene. Just come in for the, just watch the Bumblebee conclusion. <laughs> then you can react yeah. to it. That might happen. Um, it was so good. Yeah, we, oh, but Andy was too positive there. We got to bring uh, Tyrion back next episode to the tail. Oh. To, yeah, well, okay, to as long as there's him. no tail stuff, I'm good. Well, tail will be in the episode if he's there. So yeah. you will, yeah. you will therefore <laughs> rant about it. Okay. Um, five. No, we can't end on Tyrion tail. Why did we show Tyrion's tail this season? That's another good point. Why did we show Tyrion's tail? He's not going to show up this season. Yeah, it's, I don't think he's going to. We'll see, we'll see if they show up. I really don't understand what I'm they're gonna, doing. I'm with Neo, Neo Cinder, Terry. I have another rage in the finale if Terry doesn't show up again because it makes no sense. Oh, I look forward to it. Um, no Ombudsman Corner. We got everything right. Uh, tell us what we got wrong this week. And uh, five star review of the week. Uh, if you want this week, uh, if you want to uh, help boost our iTunes average, please go to the Ruby feed on iTunes, Overly Animated Ruby, find Crescent Rose, click on that, leave us a five star review, and we'll read it on the podcast this week. From Anchor Dreamer says, a five stars, fantastic Ruby podcast. I just started listening for volume six, but didn't let the low rating sway me. Thank you. Don't let the- <laughs> this is why we're trying to boost it. Don't let it sway you. Uh, it's hard to find an enjoyable show. Show reviewing uh, a show reviewing podcast that has good sound quality with multiple people calling in and not sound like chaos when everyone tries to talk. This podcast sounds fantastic, and I can really relate to the thoughts and hypotheses they come up with. The humor is good and keeps a great conversation going without losing track of the episode at hand. Great work, guys, and thanks for helping me enjoy Ruby more after the episode ends. Thank you, Anchor Dreamer, for Thank leaving you. that review. That was a great review. Thank yes, you. Uh, underappreciated the sound quality. I agree. Thank you. That's that's my end. So thank you. Um, and uh, <laughs> we're we're uh, yeah, we had some we had some 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 cutting off stuff in this episode. That's another hard. Thing we did, do, but um, so many thoughts <laughs> happening. It's, it's yeah. fine. We're just very excited. Yeah, uh, but yeah, let us leave us uh, five star views. Thank you for that. And uh, I thought I think. Uh, Another good podcast here. Good job, Haley and Andy. We're very excited about this conclusion of Volume 6, and we'll be back next week to talk about Bumblebee Kiss. It's possible. Hey. And, and even more importantly, only a week more until Genlock, right? Oh, yeah. Good yeah. Well, this episode was Genlock. I thought this was the Genlock. <laughs> Is that how you're going to spit what if, what if, what if, what if uh, we start watching Genlock and it's just that uh, this robot shows up immediately? What if uh, oh, this Gordo if that, if that happens, we have to cover the entire show because we know they're just memeing us the entire time. <laughs> if, if it's a meme show, we'd be more likely to cover it. Yeah, we would. We would. If they like hire, hired all these, uh, high, <laughs> these high paying actors just to do a meme show. That'd be yeah. Dead <laughs> <laughs> okay. actually acting and then they just throw stupid. Stupid RT memes at us the whole time. Wait, is David Tennant in general? Yes, he, he, no, in he is yeah. not. He is. Okay, uh, you don't even know Michael B. Jordan, Dakota Fanning, Macy Williams, what? and David Tennant. Yeah. <laughs> no, did you know off the top of your head all the? Yes, actors? I did. I did. <laughs> Because okay, I've seen Genlock this week was on like a most anticipated is like AV Club's most anticipated show. It's like here's the voice actors that enjoy like yeah okay I guess that makes the most anticipated. Avery, if that's- yeah. 
Well, Ruby's been so good that like maybe it's 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 bled over, you know. Maybe, maybe we know we know the Rooster Teeth animation team in general has been killing it lately. So yeah, yeah we'll, they really have been. Yeah, so we'll see from from Jen. We'll probably we'll see about Jen and Coach. Anyway, why do we talk about Jen? Okay, that's it. <laughs> this is just um, so fascinating. <laughs> yeah, join us on Discord to talk about the episode at overlyanimated.com/discord. Support us via Patreon, Patreon.com/overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, David, aka Papa Papillon, and thanks as always to our patron executive producer genre and steve alex and hugh um yes back to cover ruby next week we also have young justice outsiders regular coverage coming that will be on uh monday nights i believe uh we also have steven universe coverage no steven universe this week but the huge steven universe finale is the week after wow the that next that uh that week of the 21st two equally important and huge finales the steven universe steven universe hour-long finale and then the ruby volume six finale right equally important and um i'm I mean, both- very excited for ruby very excited for both of them right yeah. so that's uh only slightly facetious when i say that <laughs> only wow. slightly uh i mean the student years finale is like the biggest uh thing in the history of the show it's uh it's it's, it's gonna be huge but we're also very excited for the ruby finale especially if they put off bumblebee for another week which they might um yeah we'll see if they do that next week so okay let us know what you thought leave comments on youtube or on overlandmid.com uh, you guys have been great with the comments and i've enjoyed hearing from you and yep thanks for listening guys we will see you next time bye Bye-bye. bye bye